Welcome to the Maria Fraile podcast, Secrets for a High Vibrational Lifestyle. I'm Maria, your host, and also the modern energy mentor. I'm on a mission to help beautiful boss babes like you to create the wealth, health, and life of their dreams by using nothing more and nothing less than everything they're already made of. Energy! Mastering your energy allows you to live in vibrational equilibrium, embody the truth of your soul, and attract your desires with ease just by tuning into your own frequency. If you love human design, energy, and a blend of spiritual principles and science with a modern vibe, girl, then this is your podcast. Each episode will reveal a new secret for the so-called high vibrational lifestyle to which we all get to contribute as sisters, but whose actual journey is only for self-discovery. Thank you for joining and let's get down to it. Hi girls and welcome to the 15th episode of the Maria Fraile podcast, Secrets for a High Vibrational Lifestyle. Today we have a beautiful episode coming up upon your request, guys, and the amazing feedback that I received from the previous episodes where we actually talk about energetics, mindsets, and the truth of leaving your most authentic self for a more uh, energetic perspective, right? Through human design, which is the way that I got introduced into energy in the first place and how actually my life completely shifted from actually following what society standards told me of success and what was uh, being actually happy and and having the life that of your dreams right to actually turning into my own energy and turning into my own frequency and living the life that I desire and that I was born to live in the first place so because I'm also launching a beautiful mastering energy right for energy academy if you're new in the podcast welcome you're actually in a beautiful episode to start because we usually talk about everything related to energy and how you can actually start mastering your energy to level up your life and to be truly most your most authentic self really and kind of help the environment your relationships your job your next future self to bring everything back to center and to level up your life with a lot of flow ease and honestly with a lot of joy and this is what we're all about here but today I'm going to be helping you to tap into that from the place that I actually started first myself, which is through human design and through understanding your energy type. And especially if you're a coach, this is the, the course that I'm launching. I'm starting to feel like it's taking longer, longer than I want it. But in the next couple of weeks, in the next few weeks, right, we're going to be launching a beautiful course for all of you that are working one-on-one with babes, right? They're modern girls. They like the talk that we do here. It's not too woo-woo. It's not too scientific, but it's not too spiritual either. It's just modern girls that like to tune into their own identity instead of just following societal standards of homogenized way of doing things that are really not taking us where we want to go right so if you're one of these babes and you actually are planning to work with babes one-on-one or if you currently have a business and you will actually like to have that direct content and close content with uh, others right you're gonna definitely enjoy this mastering energy program because we are gonna help you to dive deep into a human design and understand the most important details so not the circuits not the gates not the incarnation crosses that's a little bit more in depth 
steps if you want to become a reader, right? But we're going to be actually diving deep into what it means to actually live and to coach energy types, strategies, authorities, the energy centers that play in, and some of the most important channels and gates that play a role in your in your relationships, in society uh, relationships, in coaching, in a workplace, in your purpose, and all of that that actually plays a role in your day-to-day life. So that's how this Mastered Energy program, I know it's nothing like it in the market. It's definitely going to change a lot of business, transform a lot of relationships, and help managers, coaches, bobs, babes overall, right? Because we don't actually want to just be telling other people how to do the things, but from our perspective, right? We actually want to help them use their own energy and use their own gifts through their own strategy. So that's the main thing that I like to share with you guys, that there's always a way in which the other person actually does the job in a way that is best for them and it's not actually always the best way for us. So today I'm going to be actually going over the private Facebook group community because this is a masterclass that it's being recorded for the days privately in the Facebook group. If you would like to join it, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Again, it's all for free, but it's all for both babes that either have a business or they're planning to work with people one-on-one and they want that energetic bond, energetic contact one-on-one and actually liked all this human design lifestyle stories and they feel like this is definitely the key for a high vibrational life so it doesn't need or it's not required for you to have a knowledge of human design at all but it's just a place where we actually get to experience things and we actually get to trial the experiment of human design in our day-to-day if you don't know what human design is it's just basically the science or the art of i like to call it the roadmap of your aura your energetic force energetic feel that helps you to understand how the shape of your energy plays and change energy not only with your immediate surroundings with the people and the relationships that you have but also with the society the job and also the whole world as a whole right so how you can actually use that energy feel more efficiently by tuning into your own frequency because what i like to say is that we're not determined right we all have free will your frequency it's never been before and it will never be again but the shape of that frequency determines many things it doesn't determine you as a person as an individual but determines the way that we exchange it with others and the gifts that we're actually going to be more or better well um better off actually um developing right so that's what i wanted to kind of like bring to to this master class and this master program that i'm launching soon so again the waitlist is open now if you would like to join it i actually have a special offer for the first people that join the waitlist and a beautiful bonus gift that it's a video recording of me explaining exactly what it means to live as a projector what it means to live as a generator as a manifesting generator as a manifestor or as a reflector so if you like to grab that 40 minute video explaining how you can actually live more effectively your design or somebody else's right if you want to grab somebody else's video or if you would like to get your discount for when the doors finally open for mastering your energy head to the link in the show notes and see you there and for now i'm gonna head over facebook and let you guys with the masterclass. all right so hello girls how are you doing today 
so exciting to see you all here in the Facebook group. As you can see, I have this big mic in my face it's because I'm multitasking today. I'm recording this video for you girls uh, in the beautiful masterclass in the Facebook group, but I'm also doing an episode for the podcast. So I really wanted to get the best quality of the audio that I could possibly get. And hopefully my dog will not stop barking today. So hopefully we can get on into the beautiful masterclass that we liked uh, that we have actually today for us because we are not only gonna dive a little bit deep or actually a little bit more than a little bit deep um, into what the energy types in human design are and what the manifestor aura looks like what the manifestor generator aura looks like what the generator aura looks like what the projector aura looks like and what the reflector aura looks like and also what are the not to self themes so what do we actually look for when we these people or all the people that we work with right are not leaving their design and how can we actually help them from a voice babe very encompassing very inclusive and wanting to get the best out of the other person and wanting to help them what do we actually need to do and how do we actually need to approach these conflicts because we have to keep in mind that anything that we're experiencing in our life is just at the end of the day energy classing energy literally blocking frequencies on and on on and off right because we all have a frequency of our own but we are constantly engaging with the frequency of somebody else so at the end of the day, we need to understand not only what the what energy we have, but also the energy of the other person that is in front of us. Because a manifestor and a generator, they have one unidirectional, very hierarchical authority kind of relationship. But if a generator is in a position of power, say that you are leading and you have a manifestor uh, energy in your team, you have to actually kind of understand how, how is that come to place and how you can actually talk to this individual in a most practical, efficient way that is not actually hurting their energy or hurting themselves, right? And you're not hurting yourself either, right? So you need to know exactly what dynamic and what's the, rest, the, the right um, way to actually approach this encounter. So yeah, I hope you are excited as I am. If you don't um, mind, I would love you to put your... Um, types your energy types so i can see exactly if you're manifestors or if you're manifesting generators my experience is that most of the recordings and master classes that i do the majority of the people is generator because they actually have the majority in the in the population as a whole they're around 70 percent of us and then i have a lot of projectors because they love everything about efficiency and making things more clear and creating new methods and tweaking things perfection things so that we can help each other to to thrive in the world that we're in so i see a lot of projectors here yes i'm a projector too guys okay so let's see what it means to live work again if you're here and you're not a boss babe or you do not have a business yet you might be planning it or you might actually just have a nine to five job um, but you're just curious because this is actually very helpful for relationships too for team relationships for um relationships one-on-one -on -one. any encounter that you have with another human being frequencies are gonna come to place and what i like to say for people that uh, have asked me before um through my social media if having uh, um, kind of like an energy type, a human design is not something that determines us, right? But it's basically that our energy type is the shape of our aura, right? It's like 
the six, seven feet energy frequency magnetic field that we emit to others. And the shape of it is what determines the energy type that we have. But the frequency is unique to everybody. It's just something that it has never been and it will never be again. So do not expect it to have to just find another projector with the same frequency that you have. You guys have different frequency and that is related to your gifts, your purposes, um, your background, right? related to your own specific how that you bring out to others instead of the actual um, shape of it, right? But it, it all goes hand in hand because uh, the projector's gift and frequency are going to be related to the shape of that aura. A projector cannot be here to just create more energy in the wall and lift each other up by doing things because it's not the shape of their aura. Yes, they can do it, but it's going to take a lot of hard work and a lot of frustration and a lot of bitterness, right? The not to sell theme of a projector. And it's going to be very draining for them. It's going to take a lot for them to catch up with the rest of the of the energy types because they're not meant for the, to do that in the first place. And what I like to say, or how I like to see it, right, girls, is that at the end of the day, it's a misuse of their energy, right? So this masterclass is going to be a little bit of a taste of what you can actually get inside the Mastering Energy course that the waitlist is now finally open and you can go get your goodies there. Um, without further ado, let's dive deep into the content of today because otherwise I really cannot stop talking because you guys know that I get so passionate with all this energy mentoring thing that I never stop. So. First type that we're discussing today is the manifestor energy. The manifestor aura, I don't want to get too much in depth in how it looks like and what each energy type is. I really want to get into deeds of how to coach them or how to manage them, how to work with a manifestor, right? Manifestors have a very close and repelling aura. So it means that when they get in contact with another being, they immediately get a rejection feel. The reason why behind it is not because the universe hates manifestors. It's actually because manifestors are the only type that are here to initiate change, to initiate progress, to initiate a project. They are the ones that are here to change things and they start to put the seed into other people's heads, lives, and ideas, right? So they are the ones that actually start to put things into work. They, In an ideal world, I like to say the manifestors start the big project right they are the ones that create it the problem with manifestors is that they have that repelling aura so that people and other energies and the environment and generators or other people do not go to them right and start asking them questions because that's gonna annoy the manifestor that's gonna make him feel angry it's not gonna make him feel understood they naturally come to the world with a know-how. They know how to do things. And these are kids that naturally know what's good for them and what's not good for them. And they literally come here to play, to explore the world and to get the urge. The urge is something that I explain more in the Mastering Energy, but the urge is the, how the manifestor basically recognizes that something is good for them or not. So... Basically, when a manifestor is not leaving their design, this is the way that you're going to see if somebody is a manifestor or not. They're angry. And this is a lot of kids that have anger management issues. And again, anger can happen for all of the energy types because that really happens when we're not leaving our design too. But truly, you would see it in a manifestor. In a manifestor that has been imploded, that has been really conditioned by the environment, that hasn't been 
um, given the freedom and the flexibility to create the life that he desired in his own terms, will be very angry with himself and with others. Everything would be kind of like in his way and he would not feel that he is um, in the right place to initiate things, right? So in, in a coaching perspective, what you want to do or working with a manifesto, if you're in a relationship with a manifesto, right? You, what you need to know is that you cannot initiate the first contact. They have to do the first initiation, right? Especially if you're in a relationship with a manifester, let them come to you. Let them do the first initiation. This is so important for a manifester because it determines the whole thing of the relationship. So with a manifester, when a manifester relationship, the first thing is to let the people come to you. If they want to work with you, they will actually reach out to you. And that's the job of the manifester. We cannot actually prompt that out. What you can do from a practical point of view is instead of tell them, um, do you want to work with me directly? Because that really kills the aura of manifestor. And actually, if you try it, this is all about experimenting, right? If you try to go to a manifestor and ask them that in person, you're immediately going to feel the blockage. You're immediately going to feel that something is in between your aura and their aura and you don't feel comfortable asking this question because they're close. They're always close. They cannot control that as reflectors will see later. Actually, they just have a close aura so that people don't do that in the first place. But if you still, for condition of the world, feel that like you're very... Um, comfortable with asking them directly questions they are gonna give you that aura of i'm not available i am not available i am not available so you get the hint right so what you could do instead what i like to do is just go around them and drop things like um oh wouldn't it be really nice to have uh this thing here or wouldn't it be really nice to go to the movies or i would love for someone to actually take me on a date but kind of like saying it out loud or kind of like saying it in a more general way or maybe you can actually start creating some stories like I read the other day that uh, this is going to be such a huge trend then you're not telling the manifestor go do that go explore that have you thought of this why don't aren't you looking into that new trend or why aren't you starting this in a company you actually gonna j just drop the hint for the manifestor to go explore that, to go play with that and see what's that for them, right? So it's like a different approach to things because we cannot go straight up to the manifestor and ask him exactly uh, what we're thinking or if he has the answer for it. He would have an answer, but he only gives the answer when he's ready to give it. So. The important thing for manifestors to know is that there's 7% of the population, so you will likely encounter manifestors in your life. And what I want you to understand is that if you're in a, in a situation of leadership and the manifestor is below you, they're already feeling uncomfortable in your presence, right? They're already feeling that you don't have authority over them. And energetically, you don't. Energetically, you do not have authority over them. So what I would do, honestly, is kind of creating a very horizontal relationship with the manifestor, letting them actually be part of the team and letting them make a lot of decisions, letting them actually put his own schedules, his own ways of doing things, right? Letting them be part of the leadership team, not actually physically 
integrating them in the in the workplace as a leader if he's not um, qualified, quote unquote, right? But just letting them know that these are the things that are going on in the company so that he can give an, a right perspective or his own perspective of things. And the, the manifestors love that. And manifestors will give their uh, initiation and will give their idea. Uh, yeah, we just have to understand that these are energy beings, but they're not the proper energy being with a sacral force. So they have a throat defined, connected to a motor center, so they will speak the truth. They will do it in a different way, depending on the energy center that they have defined, again, depending on many different factors of the chart, but they will speak. They actually speak, but they don't speak a lot. They speak when it's right for them. So whatever comes uh, from the mouth of a manifester, take it very seriously because they actually mean it and it's actually for you to be listening to that. So that's about the manifester. Hope that was helpful and hope you get a little bit of a hint of what you can actually um, do if you're around a manifester, uh, working with a manifester, in a relationship with a manifester, and all of that, right? Again, if you have any of the questions, I would really encourage you if you could put them at the end of the masterclass and send them to me over email. A manifesting generator, right? So manifesting generators have the same aura than the generator. It's a very open and enveloping aura. It's actually the opposite of a of a manifester, right? We call them manifesting generators because they're a hybrid between a generator, um, sacral life force, and a manifestor. And the truth is that they have the sacral energy then. That's what creates the aura, the open and enveloping aura that invites every energy in. But they also have a motor center connected to the throat, which makes them more impulsive and makes them more wanting to enjoy and explore new things. Uh, they actually force them into being a little bit more playful and a little bit more interested in different hobbies, different ideas and change uh, rather than being um, in one single activity for a lifetime as generators tend to do, right? Generators tend to start a process and never finish it because they're always so excited about the process. These are actually the team workers that end up 20, 30 years in a company and they thrive in the same environment with the same rules. But the manifesting generator will actually challenge those rules, will actually like to try different things and would be open to try different positions. Actually, they would like to escalate in the ladder. These are people that they like to they like to climb up the ladder, right? They would actually try to uh, be maybe a salesperson and then be the leader and then go back to be the salesperson while they're the leader, right? They will be kind of like all over the place and they're more like a horizontal way of leadership that I like to call it. So manifesto generators, the big thing that we need to understand is that they still are generators, right? So the strategy is not to initiate things or manifestors, even though they love to initiate things. But when they initiate things, it's usually coming from a very impulsive, emotional uh, kind of reactions instead of the responding sequel that they are meant to do. So what you actually need to be very careful with manifesting generators is that they're going to be impulsive when they make choices and they're going to likely gravitate towards things that are very playful for them so that they can explore different things and they're going to be a little bit all scattered all over the page. They like to try different things and test different things on their own. They're very experienced trial and error type of thing. Um, but what I would like them to do is just to explore all those things. So you have to give them space so that they can nurture and explore all the gifts that they have because this is the type of person that is going to be an accountant uh, in the morning and it's also going to be um, a DJ at nighttime, right? So they have very various 
hobbies and they are really good at all of them you just need to let them explore and let them uh, space to actually grow all of them in terms of how much time they need to work in an environment or how much time you actually need to coach them they actually do pretty well at anything they do really well with very short and intense sessions of coaching but they do also very well with like longer terms contracts projects over time they're actually very flexible this is the flexible type being and honestly i feel like all promotional whatever it takes to make things happen type of messaging it's for manifesting generators however they get very frustrated if things don't go their way at first and they have a tendency to want to quit the project that they're still excited because they're excited about something else so what i would do is to try to figure out why a manifesting generator is quitting something right Try to figure out why, because if that is the sacral telling them that they're no longer excited about the other thing, totally, absolutely encourage them to do it and to try different things. But what you would find is that this is the great multitasker. You will find that this is the great multifaceted person that thrives in different environments, but he needs to keep them all. You can't all be just shifting things, which you will find with generators more easily that they just need to shift careers or change completely things because their energy is more focused on one thing. The manifesting generator needs to be kind of like guided and give it feedback um, through open and through not open and the questions right through binary questions through you like this yes or no do you like more fishing or gardening do you like more um, social media or a nine to five job and they will give you and if they don't have a clear answer in the in the gut in the moment actually encourage them to explore them all. What happens is that if the sacral doesn't have a clean answer in the moment, they're going to tune into their mind. And these are the energy type that you definitely need to help the most to decondition their mind. Because the mind, it's been so, so, so conditioned in manifesting generators to believe that they have to be stable and they have to have um, one single job their entire time, that they would not have the courage to actually change their careers or actually be multitasking different things right because they're afraid of being seen as flaky or they're afraid of being seen as inconsistent right so they will actually prefer to uh, stay in one single career for a whole lifetime even if they're unhappy with it just because of what people are going to say to them so work with them a lot in the mindset and what they believe about themselves and what is actually you think it might be blocking them from exploring what other um, areas they love and actually make sure that the environment in the work that they are allows them to have that flexibility, right? If they overwork and they do not have a space in their schedules to actually develop a hobby or um, go for, uh, for a meeting with the club team or whatever it is, actually might not be a right environment for a manifesting generator. So just keep that in mind. Um, yeah, just actually help them to be with other people right help them to be in group group meetings work really well classes with like these where they actually have a lot of people where they can actually talk to each other they, they thrive by being with others and learning with others and they actually like to be in groups so i would encourage them to explore all of the different things just keep in mind that again they are conditioned by the society and your job is kind of like helping them tune back into that uh, first slate where they actually were uh, just very playful and very full of energy at the same time. Also, they're very physical. They have a lot of energy. So make sure that they get rid of all of that energy be before going to bed, right? 
Okay, let's go into generator energy, my generator people, right? Hope we're doing well. How much we're doing? Okay, it's not that much. We can keep going, right? So the generator aura is exactly the same as the generator, sorry, manifesting generator aura. It's very open and enveloping. It's very warm. It brings people in. It attracts every every kind of energy, everybody around them. Uh, generators, they just love to do whatever they're excited about, right? This is the energy, the very physical, visceral energy of uh-huh or uh-uh. And their sacral will immediately tell them if something excites them or something is no-no from the get-go for them. So these are the people that you need to ask binary questions all the time. Do not ask a generator, please. What do you want to do? Um, how do you see yourself going in the next two years? What's your best um, gift in life? What would you like to improve? No, do not ask that to please a generator because that's coming from their mind. And likely what happens with generator in their mind, they're being conditioned by other people because these are, again, the main life force of the universe. So these historically have been the energy of the slaves. It's literally, it sounds very bad, but it's, it's historically what's been right nowadays it's nothing like it but we still have the same conditioning right that these people because they have a lot of energy and very consistent and it's very reliable for them they can take on everybody else's opinions and thoughts and projects right when it shouldn't be the case generators need um that energy for actually explore whatever excites them because that's what excites the rest of us so they have that energy for them to do more of what they get excited about instead of doing what everybody else get excited about because yeah that's not what they're here to do right is they're not here to do the work for us they're here to do their own work what generators get excited about is actually what the life force of the universe get excited about too so let them explore what really excites them physically and will really um give them that yes aha i want to explore that feel much more and find out why is it but again don't ask them why just kind of like turn into the do you like this yes or no and by what they say and what they do with their life Try to figure it out yourself, get a conclusion of what actually excites them about that thing, because that's going to give you a clue about what actually excites the whole world about that whole um, activity that they're embarking on. Again, keep in mind that these are people that can be doing something for ages. You can have them on a contract for so many, so many years, girl. They can, they, if, they, if they are excited about a project and they're excited about you, they will be with you for a very long, try, long time in the company they're the same if they're excited about a project that they do they can be with you for a very long time but as a manager as a coach as a boss babe i will make sure that they are actually kind of excited about what they do and they're not just doing it because once they started it because it's not like manifesting generators that they overcommit themselves these generators they don't really know how to say no if they are tuning into their sacral, they'll be able to. But if they're operating from the mind and the subconscious mind, they don't they don't know how to say no, right? So they're actually operating from that subconscious mind and conditioning of the world of they don't want to hurt people. And they keep being in an activity just because we haven't asked them first, are you still excited about this thing? So we haven't given them actual change, chance, sorry, for the sacral to respond, yes, I'm freaking excited about this deal, or actually, uh-uh, no, no, I don't want this anymore, right? It's the guttural, 
visceral reaction that makes a noise that tells the generator yes or no to that idea, to that project, right? I will guide them with with binary questions. Do not ask them open-ended questions and guide them uh, to see what they're excited about. The excitement cues are going to be really key for a generator. And uh, make sure that whoever is their boss, if you're not the boss, right? If you're just kind of like guiding them as a coach, as a life coach or or more of like a side project kind of thing and they have something else going on, make sure that whoever is at the top guiding them is not forcing things that they want to do. It's not a manifest or a manifesting generator that is just giving them the methods that work for them, right? Make sure that the generator has the space to do what excites them, right? Generator usually don't have they don't have uh, problems with bringing new pro- new plans or new uh, methods. They actually enjoy the methods that you give them because they cannot create them on their own. They prefer when somebody else give them like a clear definition of what they should do and how will they uh, actually do the plan. They actually enjoy the planning because they prefer when other people do that for them. But uh, make sure that the goal or the carrot that they're following is their carrot and not somebody else's carrot because... They are the main life force of the planet. Again, alongside with manifesting generators, they come up to be the 70% of the total population. So these are the people that are going to help us to thrive as a gener- as a society. Excuse me. And the truth is that if we do not do this job with generators, we're all doomed. <laughs> we're all doomed because we do not have none of us, no manifestors, no reflectors, no projectors, the sacral force to create that energy. So we have to make sure that we treat these people right and we nurture them and we allow the space to be excited and playing with their own things. Like make a life, um, make their life a play, right? A playground. So projectors, projectors, my dears, I'm a projector, so you guys know. And at the beginning, I didn't, I wasn't very excited about being a projector because I thought it meant, because I was an energy beam, I thought it meant that I couldn't do a single thing. And the truth is that we can do, we just have to change the way that we perceive that we can do things, right guys? So there's a lot of conditioning of the world and we have to review the type of companies that projectors are working if they're working in a company, because what I am experiencing is that all social media companies are actually or the majority of them are actually founded by projectors because they love their own space to work on their own rhythm and to actually find their own methods and coach the people in the way of doing things, but without actually being told and hierarchy through the hierarchy, you know, uh, of the old paradigm, what they need to do and how they need to do it. And I can can definitely speak by my personal experience. Not going to get too much in depth today, but uh, yeah, a lot to tell about these girls. The fact is that projectors need space. You need to give them space to come up with their own methods, to actually allow them to explore what is it for them. They all have a gift. You have to actually pay attention. The truth is that they don't know with words. They just know that it's something that comes so easy for them. So find out what is it that comes extremely easy for the projector, something that they they actually think is so natural that everybody has that within them because it comes so natural to them, but it's actually not. It's not that everybody can't do that so easily and so effortlessly is that the projector is born with a natural way of seeing things in a particular area so niching down for a projector if they're starting their own business is key because that's what's going to allow them to thrive but 
when we're actually trying to niche a projector down, what we encounter is that the projector is really good at seeing other people because it has that very um, focusing and penetrating aura. It has like a very cone, uh, a very cone, guys. It's that actual cone that goes from your sternum, from the magnetic monopole that we call it in human design to the other person uh, center of the chest. So they can read others beautifully, but they cannot read themselves because that energy is going from them to the other person. So unless they have another projector or, or somebody that really knows them, right? kind of gives them the feedback about their own gift and what actually do they do so effortlessly that people actually question how do you do that in the first place right so give them that feedback because it comes so natural to them and they cannot see it that they will be very very thankful if you can actually remind them that's a skill that they actually need to nurture and spend time developing in terms of how much time a projector needs to work, right? This is a question that I get asked all the freaking time. So a projector needs to work around about two to four hours a day as an estimate. If they have um, center, um, energetical center defined, so if their authority is kind of like in the motivations, ego, or their emotionals, they have a little bit more energy because, of course, that's an energy center. They call energy uh, projectors. But they still, it would be like five hours a day. And when I mean work to two to five hours, right, it's not uh, that the rest of the day they're in the couch doing nothing, eating popcorn, right? They are actually nurturing the skill. So the way that I like to put it in, in companies, right, is the projector that is in the CEO, that is the manager, that is in the office, nurturing the skill, talking to other people, reading more about their, their gifts, making connections in their own skill, um, educating themselves, watching documentaries, filming podcasts, right, you know, creating their own skill and their own um network right but with the door of the office open so that anytime somebody has a question usually generators and manifesting generators because that's what they actually really good at guiding the projectors um they can enter the door and ask them a question they are invited and they can ask them hey would you like to come in just directly these are the people that respond really well to direct questions projectors know what they want and what they don't want they just can't see themselves clearly but they know if you ask them a question they can give you an answer they know about a lot of things projectors are very wise and knowledgeable individuals they love reading they love educating themselves they have a lot of knowledge about a specific thing right and it doesn't mean that they're going to be for uh, the reason teachers always or guides i actually have a friend that is projector and he's an engineer because projectors love methods and, and systems right they also very good at creating systems and being efficient with their time and the way that they use their skills right that's what projectors are really good at and knowing what is good to be uh, work at and what is something that we should not be paying attention to right so that's what they're good at uh, guiding other people but again they are very clear in what they like and what they don't like you just need to help them with your feedback to see themselves right to see themselves clearly in their goods and in their bads as well to give them a little bit of feedback and the other time they need a lot of time to rest so the time that they're sharing with people that two to five hours that's time of sharing of proper work quote unquote of actually being in the field maybe content creative creation maybe talking to others sharing their gifts right now like i'm sharing 
this with you guys is something that I enjoy doing. It doesn't feel um, like a hassle for me, but it's part of that working window that I have a day because the rest of the day I need to read, I need to watch documentaries, I need to write my own thesis, I need to actually get into my own bubble uh, a lot, like literally away from the wall because otherwise... I take in the world and I don't have a space in my aura to project and to process my wiseness and my knowledge, right? The truth of why this happened, uh, energetically speaking, is because we have a lot of open centers, projectors have a lot of open centers, and we need to get rid of the energy of others. So that's the time that gets a projector, um, that gives a projector the space to actually get rid of other people's energies and then tune into their own energy so they need that space from themselves and the environment of work that they're doing especially if you're in a fitness facility right they are gonna thrive and their workouts are gonna thrive where there are other people around them because they can jump on that sacral energy of others again i get so much more in depth in, in health and wellness and food and all of that in the mastering energy academy and the program right but right now for you to know feedback is clear uh yeah just help them to have that space for for themselves and then lastly i'm going to talk about the reflector which this is a very forgotten <laughs> and i feel like energy type when it comes to to businesses because they usually don't like to be um with other people because reflectors are non-energy beings same as projectors but the difference is that they have actually no definition whereas the projector has minimum two energy types energy center sorry um and they can really latch onto that energy to like bring their gift reflectors do not have any so do not have any sand energy in their chart they're lunar beings that we call them so for that reason they're only one percent of the population so it's a very rare type and they actually here like the estimate i think is one out of a hundred people would be a, a reflector and they're here to be at the center of every community of every business of every scheme of people to actually reflect on others how we actually are doing as a society, as a whole. At the end of the day, remember that any business, any a team, any uh, project that we're embarking on, any conversation, it's just the representation of the world in a small scale. That's what I love it too, right? Because in an ideal world, right, we will have the manifestor initiating. We would have the generator with that beautiful sparkly energy coming to bring on the on the main of the of the idea of the project to create more of what they like, not exactly the, the thing that the manifestor told them, but to keep on creating more of that. The manifesting generator will kind of like help with a bit of it, but it would actually uh, make it more efficient throughout the process and would actually try different things that might not work versus the generator would do the main chunk. And then we get the projector that comes in and helps to make the things more efficient and helps to guide the energy of the manifesting generator and the generator that are kind of like so caught up in the doing that they don't see the big scope of things. So that's when the projectors come into play. And then finally, we have the reflectors that with the beautiful open centers, they just sample the energy of the environment and the company and this, the society as a whole and reflect it back to us. So we know what we have to do more of and what we actually need to change. So reflectors, again, a lot of people fear to be reflectors or um, they're scared. But the experience that I have with all reflectors is that once they understand that they're reflectors, right, this is the key for them, they actually bring back the power. 
they recover the power that they thought once they lost because they were so caught up in being moody or in changing personalities and the truth of their reflector is that their, their theme is surprise so when a reflector has a not to sell theme which is disappointment means that the that the wall the company where they are is dual it's boring it's not exciting any longer it's not longer surprising and wall the wall the society is meant to be surprising it's meant to be exciting it's meant to be experienced right that's what the reflector comes and show us all that we should be. So in terms of working with a reflector, they're all about the environment. They're all about how well the environment is and how the energy of the environment is. So you will see that a reflector tends to gravitate towards being on their own or towards removing themselves from places where they don't like the energy of the environment. But what you actually need to encourage them to do is to take notes of the environment and know exactly what is it that they don't like about the environment or that they feel a little bit iffy? Whatever they experience about the environment is actually the environment itself. It's not their own problems. It's the environment itself. So if they feel uneasy because there a conversation that happened between two members of the team or between you you guys, remember that they're feeling uneasy because there's a hidden uh, theme, because maybe somebody's pretending to be somebody that they're not, because it's something going on in the team that has nothing to do with the reflector and everything to do with the environment and the energy of the people there. So that's how they actually help the rest of the communities to thrive and how actually they can morph into other people to scan the environment and to help us other thrive. So ask them to write down their thoughts, their experiences, to actually kind of like keep track of everything that they feel in the moment. These are great for journaling and kind of like keeping track of what they do. But reflectors can do anything. They really can be those creatures that they can do anything. Like Sandra Bullock is a reflector. She's an actress, beautiful actress. She can morph so well into so many different people. But Dostoevsky, right, with those beautiful writings and poems, was also a, um, another reflector. So at the end of the day, they're just here to feel their own identity and to feel um, how the energy of the environment is. So when you're working with a reflector, totally, totally, totally uh, do not judge them by being moody and the sense that they will change every month with every lunar cycle. Um, encourage them to spend time in nature, encourage them to actually be in tune with the emotions of the environment and give you the feedback that they can get. Even if they don't know the whys, you're here to actually kind of understand the whys and that's why you're taking these courses, right? But especially you want to know that they or you want to make sure that these people are being uh, comfortable in their own um, uncertainty, right? Okay, guys. So yeah, I think that I'm going to finish the masterclass here because it went a little bit longer, right? If all of the questions that you guys have, please send them to me over email and I'll be happy to answer them. If you want to, we can do another Q&A session for all of the questions that you might have. But what I would encourage you to do is go your week and explore all these different things with people around you. Maybe ask them what's their energy type or maybe encourage them to take the test, right? And see how you can actually trial this during your during your week. And then next week, we'll see each other again with all the Q&As that you, that you experienced throughout the week and that you want us to kind of like experiment with each other, right? So thank you so much for joining and staying in today and see you next week. And for you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you find it interesting. I hope you find the masterclass interesting. Again, 
Don't forget to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or share with your friends if you think that's going to be helpful. And if you have any questions, please send me an email or share me an email, send me an email or share with me any of your biggest breakthroughs and takeaways of the week uh, through my social media. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Maria Fraile Podcast, Secrets for a High Vibrational Lifestyle. Don't forget to share with your friends and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm so looking forward to see you on the next episode together. In the meantime, if you're curious about more high vibrational lifestyle secrets with a super contemporary approach, please check out my social media accounts. I'm on a high vibe on Instagram as Maria Friday Coach. You can also join us at the Boss Babe Energy Club on Facebook or send me an email to maria at maria-friday.com. Thank you for listening and see you very soon.